TVP's announcements. This is a series that we have on our network where we give you announcements about upcoming projects and platforms that are entering the crypto ecosystem. Now, this is a disclaimer because we do that now. So, here's the thing this is the presentation of a platform, and that's it. This is an investment advice. Don't take it as investment advice. If you like the platform, seek it out in the show notes. Go there, buy the things, invest in the platform. Help them out with your skill sets. But we're not giving you any recommendations or advice. This is just for you to listen to and soak up some new information about a new platform in this ecosystem. So, please enjoy. Hey everybody, host number 2D, back with another announcement. Um, So, today's... uh, featured project is GitStack. And uh, if you're familiar with the announcements episodes, you know what the deal is. If you're not, go back and listen because I don't want to re-explain myself. No, I'm kidding. We're just going to put this project uh, in the limelight for you guys to go ahead and maybe pique your interest so you can go explore GitStack and see what they're all about. So today we're here with the CEO and founder, Miro Pavletic. Did I get that right? Yeah, you did. Thanks for having us. I really appreciate it. Awesome. And so, Miro, without further ado, can you just give us like a little bit of background on yourself? And then after you give us the background, and then I always like to hear every single episode is the rabbit hole story. Like when did it connect with you that blockchain or Bitcoin was like, okay, this is the future and I'm going to be a part of it? Yeah, absolutely. No, I appreciate it. Okay, perfect. Um, so just to give everyone kind of a background on, on who I am and kind of my team and where we came from. Myself, Miro, I, I started Stack probably about a year ago uh, with some very close friends and co-founders. Um, just before starting that, I'll give you just a little bit of history in terms of where I came from. Um, prior to that, I was working in capital markets at CIBC here in Canada, a large bank here in Canada, uh, really running foreign exchange and international remittance. So um, really dealing with money movement and building out some large platforms um, that facilitate money movement for retail customers. Um, you'll probably see a lot of that technology uh, exposed with what we're doing with Stack. Um, so we had some great background there. Uh, prior to that, I was uh, working for a startup called CSAM. Uh, CSAM was a global wallet provider. So building digital wallets for the big banks and retailers all around the world. Um, I ended up being the country manager there. So I started building out wallets for a lot of the big banks here in Canada, Uh, three of them, as well as a a large retailer. I I won't name them, Um, but they're they're all in market. And while we were there, while I was at CSAM building out that business here in Canada, 
I ended up and the company ended up getting acquired by MasterCard. So I ended up doing a stint at MasterCard and got some really great learnings that, that we're exposing here as part of the product base as well. And then prior to that, um, really the thread that kind of knits us all together is that uh, myself and my co-founders helped start Virgin Mobile here in Canada. So back in 2005, we worked really closely with Richard Branson um, to launch Virgin Mobile in Canada as that challenger brand against um, the big cellular companies that were dominating the scene. Um, so we built that business out, zero to a million customers, uh, zero to a billion dollars of revenue. Um, in a little over five years. So we had some really great success and Virgin Mobile is still a success today in Canada. Um, and really when you, when you talk about kind of that rabbit hole and how we, how we came, came about to really doing stock was, you know, we learned some really key examples and some key things uh, from Richard Branson, um, building out that Virgin business in terms of, you know, really going out there and, and being a customer champion, but also being, a champion for your employees and your team internally um, because really one of the foundational elements that that Richard kind of taught us throughout the way is that if your team is really happy you're gonna have really happy customers as well and we really took that as the basis for stack in terms of building out a really cohesive team that had some history together that really liked working with each other but really had a passion for customers and customer experience and really looking at every experience from that lens of, of the customer's eye. Um, and really that's one of the foundational elements that we built here at Stack. Um, and I, I can't thank you know, Richard enough and the, the learnings that we did as part of Virgin Group and, and building out that business, but you're gonna see a lot of those pillars uh, come to life with what we're doing with Stack. And, and we saw a huge opportunity as much as we built out Virgin Mobile to be that challenger for the big cellular companies in, in Canada really stock is, is that challenger to the big banks uh, here in Canada as well. You really only have the five big players, no, no real challengers out there. So we saw a huge opportunity to build out a digital account that replaces your traditional bank account with zero fees and completely built for mobile. And that's really what stock is. Um, we've built out this foundational layer where you could spend, save, share your money straight from your smartphone and not have to interact with those cumbersome branches or, or customer support staff. Really having a, a really unique UI that allows you to do all that within the smartphone and really self-serve yourself. Um, we also provide like really cool benefits in terms of real-time rewards, personalized financial IQ, um, curated offers from your favorite retailers, and then a custom social stream that allows you to share your experiences and stories. Um, and really that's the foundational element. And that's what we've built out as part of Stack over the past year. And uh, we're right now, we just launched our beta and we've uh, over a, a really short period of time, we were able to acquire 20,000 customers on a waiting list. And right now we're trying to onboard all of those customers as part of our private beta. So we've been able to test this platform out. We know that it works in the marketplace, not only in Canada, but we've built this on a on a global payment rail. So essentially it works everywhere in the world. And we've been testing it all across Asia, Europe, uh, South America, uh, as well as the US. And we know that uh, it essentially is accepted anywhere. Uh, a contactless terminal uh, accepts your traditional uh, debit or credit cards. So what's the engine underneath stack? Or what's the engine power in stack and what rails is it running on? Uh, is it running on an Ethereum blockchain, Bitcoin blockchain? Did you build your own? Uh, so what, how do you so, go ahead? Yeah. So we kind of built our own rails at first. So 
in order to get all these financial services up and running. So essentially to, to create a digital bank account to replace your traditional bank account, we needed those core services in place that would, that would easily transfer over. So essentially you can uh, attach your payroll to our digital account. Uh, you could pay bills, do peer-to-peer -peer transactions. Um, you could also do uh, withdraw cash from an ATM. And most importantly, you could do tap and pay or contactless transactions at point of sale. So we built out we built out um, all of those services on a robust API middleware layer that integrates uh, with Mastercard prepaid rails. And the reason why we're using Mastercard prepaid rails is it allows us that global acceptance. So essentially, uh, Mastercard has built out a network as well as uh, Visa and Amex globally um, that's integrated pretty much with every retail point of sale out there. Because really what we wanted to make sure was that even if you're just using this in Canada, you might be traveling all around the world. And we wanted to make sure that you had access to your money, no matter where it is in the world, uh, in real time. So we built it out on that MasterCard prepaid rail that gave us global acceptance. Um, so that's the, core, that's the core foundation for our fiat wallet, the actual um, stack wallet itself. Now we've built... We've integrated that on, on top of a, a multi-currency platform. So um, just as you can have your Canadian dollar wallet, we've built out a multi-currency platform that allows you to have multiple currencies as part of that wallet. And that can be anywhere from Great British Pounds to you know pesos to US dollars. Um, and all of those can be accessed directly from our wallet. But we thought, you know, really that that rabbit hole moment that you were speaking of earlier, we really thought, listen, if we can integrate any currency around the world into our wallet why couldn't we integrate cryptocurrency as well? So that's what we really built out for the past five months as part of our execution plan was integrating cryptocurrency as part of that, that core platform that we've already built out. That way you can tap and pay with cryptocurrency at point of sale uh, in real time, which really no one has actually solved for from the mobile device. Um, and that's that's why we've, we've built out that token. Oh, okay. So... Essentially, you're leveraging what's already in existence. So leveraging a very vast network already, MasterCard, and kind of so so crypto is going to be traveling along those rails. So yeah, kind of we, we took ahead. a really different yeah we took a really different approach and a really different lens. Um, when you look at some of the global global players that have been coming into the marketplace, stating you know they're they're trying to get cryptocurrency into retail. Really, the lens that they were building that from was you know, they were going to build that cryptocurrency wallet first and then figure out point of sale after the fact. But, you know, if you come from the payments industry, you know that that point of sale integration with retailers is the heaviest lift of this ecosystem. And that's what we wanted to attack first is make sure that we could have that proper integration with retail. That way that card could be accepted anywhere in the world and build that out first. And then as a value added service, provide access to your cryptocurrency wallet as part of that robust multi-currency platform that we built. Hmm. So it's a very, very different uh, strategy than what typically takes takes a uh, uh, precedent in this space. Usually, it's like I found from following this stuff for years now that's like user last, tech first, and they just kind of don't really consider. You know what? Yeah, I completely agree with that, and I think that's kind of the fatal flaw that you'll see with a lot of startups. Right? Is that you know, you could have the best technology in the world, but if you don't have users accessing that technology, then it really doesn't mean anything. 
So we, we really took that to heart and we wanted to make sure that the user experience and the user interaction was paramount in terms of the solution that we were providing. So we wanted to give you an experience more similar to what you're doing in the social networks rather than the traditional banking apps because the banking apps today, they're, they're pretty cumbersome, they're not intuitive, and they don't necessarily interact with any of the other platforms that you interact with on a daily basis. So we wanted to take the leverage and the power of what's already happening in social and really port that over to money and really reinvent the way that you interact with your money. Good deal. Good deal. So tell me a little bit more about um, your integration there with crypto. Is there is there a tokenization that happens or? Yeah. I, so, go ahead. So there's there's some really big problems right now when you when you look at crypto, right? So essentially, we've got all these crypto wallets out there, but you can't actually transact with them. You go into retail, you can't do anything with that crypto wallet. You go onto an e-commerce site, you can't transact with it. And that's that's a that's a pretty major gap. But it's kind of a blaring gap that we thought is that why can't you why, why can't you actually transact with that wallet? Um, and that's really the basis of our solution is that we took a look at at what were those problem points. And and the biggest problem point that you start off with is that when you actually do transactions on the blockchain, they don't settle in real time. And if you're going to do a point of sale transaction, you know that as soon as you tap and pay, that has to settle immediately. So that's a big solution gap. And that's why we created our token, the SDK token, is to actually function as a protocol or as a utility uh, within the blockchain that allows us to open up a real-time payment channel that allows transactions to settle in real time. Because essentially, if you went to go and tap and pay, and it was attached to a crypto wallet, that crypto wallet could take anywhere from 12 seconds, anywhere, even up to like four minutes to settle. And essentially, if that happened, that point of sale transaction would fail. So what we've created with our SDK token is this real-time utility that opens up a payment channel that allows transactions to settle off-chain in real time. And as soon as they do settle, we post it up to the blockchain. That way there's complete transparency and everybody can see that transaction happen. But by using that utility of the SDK token, it allows that point of sale transaction to settle in real time as well. And the real key differentiator here is that we're not asking retailers to actually accept cryptocurrency. We actually do a real-time conversion from crypto into local currency for the retailer. That way the retailer gets paid in the local currency exactly what they're looking for because the retailer doesn't necessarily want to deal with multiple different currencies. And they especially don't want to deal with possibly a volatile cryptocurrency. So we settle transactions in real time at point of sale in local currency. Hmm. So who gets the crypto? Is it, does it go, if it's a token, does it just go back into that network or? So we, it... so it, it, the way that we created our platform, it really functions very similar to any foreign exchange. So essentially um, if you go out and you go and buy US dollars, um, you know, the bank will give you US dollars in real time and they'll extract Canadian dollars from your account, but they, that may not settle in real time. So very similar here, that, that retailer is looking for a local currency. So we provide them local currency in real time. So we have suspense accounts uh, behind the scenes that allow these transactions to settle. And then when the actual crypto settles in real time on the blockchain, we take that crypto in to replenish that, that local currency. So essentially, um, it's a one for one. 
Okay. So take me through a little bit of the user's story. Like, what's the process for the user? They download the app, then they link some things, they send some pictures. They like what is what are the actual you know actions that the user goes through before they get to this like easy flow existence where they can just walk in anywhere, tap and pay and leave. And you know, what's that process? Yeah, absolutely. So let me let me run you through a, a simple use case. So you've bought a hundred dollars worth of SDK tokens or or Ethereum for that matter. Um, and last week ether went up 20%. So essentially now you're sitting on 120 bucks. Um, and you're, you want to take advantage of that because essentially you, you've got a market upswing. So you decide to treat yourself and your friends to a coffee with your crypto profits. So essentially you've got an extra 20 bucks in there, but you've still got that hundred that you originally invested in. So now you can place an order with your tap and pay. So essentially you'd open up our wallet app. Um, and you can swipe left and right from the currencies. So instead of using your Canadian dollar currencies that you want to use to pay for your bills, pay for your rent, take care of all, all of the bigger ticket purchases, you want to access you know, some of the winnings that you got from Ether. So you can swipe to your Ether wallet, and all you would essentially do is just, just as you would um, with any other uh, debit card or credit card, you would tap and pay right at point of sale. And now instead of accessing your Canadian dollar wallet, you would access that balance of ether that you have. That way that transaction can settle now in real time. Um, you can realize that market upswing because you can realize some of those profits. And now without touching any of your local currency, you could actually pay for a transaction in real time. And right now without that SDK token, you actually can't do that with, with the utility that we're providing. We're solving for a very big issue because, you know, if you are holding an actual cryptocurrency wallet right now, um, you can't actually, there is no utility to actually go to a point of sale or yeah. go to retail or go to e-commerce and actually transact with it. So really, that's why we created that token is to, to open up that existing ecosystem to kind of this closed off world of cryptocurrency and allow you to really use those, the, the benefit of crypto uh, in real time. I got a question for you. This is probably a feature that you guys, uh, your team, your development teams already have on a whiteboard somewhere circled uh -huh. a billion times yeah, go for it. with stars written on it. But is there a way using um, your platform that it would suggest which of your currencies is giving you the most purchasing power at, at the point of sale? So when you uh -huh. open up the app, you know, maybe Ethereum is blinking green and says like, hey, this isn't going to give you the most bang for your buck right now. Spin this one. Are you looking for a job on our product team? <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, um, that actually is on our whiteboard because essentially the multi-currency platform uh, that we have behind the scenes that allows us to access all of those foreign currencies, what it actually does is it, it, it tracks currency rates on a daily basis. So we provide you notifications when certain currencies are at an ideal rate and we've integrated that with cryptocurrency as well. So essentially, you can have that daily monitor that just before you actually transact, um, it would identify to you uh, where you're getting the most bang for the buck in terms of the currencies that you're holding. Uh, but I, I love the insight. That green light, would, that would be a really great way to actually implement that. Um, well, well, yeah, because I mean, essentially, like if you're talking about tap and pay, you're already talking about reducing a transaction time by, I don't know, a second and a half, three seconds. Right. So instead of sitting there waiting for the machine to tell you to put in your pin or waiting for the machine to tell you to ask the cashier to 
push a button so you could wait for the machine again, you just got the app open and you say like, oh, okay, this one's got me the most bang for the buck. I'll use this one. And you tap yeah. and go. And so you know what? Like that's really, that really kind of elaborates the direction that we're going in is because uh, we're leveraging machine learning and AI behind the scenes to constantly not only analyze your transactional data, but also transact and analyze uh, market data, right? And that's the market data that exactly that you're talking about is that where are the currencies today and where's the opportunity where I can save some money by leveraging that multi-currency wallet and some of those assets that I have and allowing you to access it on a daily basis in real time, rather than you having to sit there, you know, at your desktop trying to figure out where the upswings are and where the downswings are. That's really the opportunity that we can take forward because as much as we're a financial services company, we're a data company as well. And we're sitting on mounds of transactional data, but also market data. And if we're not taking that data and leveraging it to provide you a better customer experience, then I think that's a big gap. And that might be the gap where, where traditional banks are sitting right now, but I believe that's an opportunity where we can excel past those hurdles that they're trying to that they're trying to get around right now. Yeah, I think uh, I was interviewing someone on our flagship show not too long ago, and he made a, a pretty um, uh, he made a statement that had some foresight to it. And it was like it's not that banks don't want in on the stuff; it's that they built this walled garden of regulation. It's hard for them to get out of their own territory. That, that's yeah you really hit the nail on the head right is that they're really confined and when you think about the traditional banking environment right when you have a department full of 40 people and it's called risk uh you're not going to take a lot of chances um so that's that's, <laughs> that's the ecosystem that they're working in and and we we're not looking here to take risks but we are here to realize some very big opportunities well speaking of opportunities Nice segue to talk about if anyone's listening now, how did they get some of this SDK coin? Uh, you know, what's give us some details about the token sale, about the token issuance and how that's going for you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, even before the token sale, we've got 20,000 people on a waiting list right now to access the actual stock app. Um, so you can you can research the stock app, look at all the value added services that we're providing at www.getstack.ca. So that's that first step, is that um, the SDK token itself, the first the first realization of that will be within the Stack app. Um, but then if you wanna get some details in terms of the actual token itself, uh, we have an actual uh, token website, it's called stktoken.com. And at that website, you can do all the research and we've done a lot of the research for you as well. But what we've got is a really great white paper there. And that white paper really kind of elaborates the solution and the problems that we're trying to solve. And I think that's really important because, um, you know, we really want people to understand um, that we've put a lot of effort and we come from the industry of payments as well. We come from the innovation industry as well. So we really understand from the consumer standpoint what those problems are and how we're trying to address them. Um, at that site as well, we've got the basic terms in terms of what's happening for the pre-sale and what's happening for the sale. So the pre-sale for us is going to be starting October 30th uh, and it will run till November 13th. Um, anybody getting in uh, as part of that pre-sale uh, will get a 20% discount. Um, so what we need you to do is access that, that site first, which is stktoken.com and you can register for our pre-sale. Um, there will be a maximum buy-in of 1,700 Ether there. 
uh, minimum buy-in of about 85 ether. So essentially, um, for that pre-sale, that 85 ether kind of calculates to about uh, 25,000 Canadian. Um, and then that maximum buy-in, you'll have to actually do a conversion at the daily rate. I don't want to take a chance and step out because I know Ether's been up and down today even. I think Bitcoin mm. crested 6,000 6, US, which is amazing. Um, yeah, it's and then, been a good Friday. It has definitely been a good Friday. <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing if you had a wallet now where you could take some of that winnings of that Bitcoin and actually transact and take your friends out tonight and take them out to dinner, right? Um, that's a blaring gap and that's exactly what we're solving for. So we've, yeah. got that pre we've got that pre-sale that's running October 30th to November 13th. And then our actual sale date, um, the actual public sale starts November 13th. Um, for the first 48 hours of that sale, uh, we're going to apply a 10% discount to all transactions that happen within that first 48 hours. Um, and then that sale will run until November 24th and that will just be at market rate the deal so if you're listening to this right now um this is very similar to we we interviewed a young guy a long time ago it was called plutus um and i just never think they got it off the ground with being able to tap pay anywhere with your crypto that you have but it looks like that you all are actually executing it um and if you're you said you're coming to add a beta right now or you're going into beta uh, we're, we're in beta. We're going to be coming out of beta. We're actually going to be launching uh, December 1st um, as part of a, a, a richer product app, and it will be open in the App Store. Um, but we've also got videos. If you check out our Medium channel, uh, we've also got a YouTube channel as well uh, where we actually show the product working in real time. And then we do an Ether scan, and we actually show you the actual Ethereum transaction happening behind the scenes as well. Mm. See, this is I'm that's all so, on the SDK token website. Sorry, <laughs> I was just excited because I've been in this so long, and all of these, um, you know, visions of grandeur that I've had about these projects and these services built on top of this stuff. It looks like it's finally starting to come through fruition. Um, even leveraging, I know Mastercard's happy because you're leveraging their network, so that's yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge opportunity. I mean, we you know like we talked about earlier it's it's next to impossible to think that you know you can just create a crypto wallet and then you know go to retailers and get them to accept your currency or get them to accept a new point of sale terminal uh that's next to impossible right retailers don't want to take on that extra burden of having an additional terminal there so we really thought it from not just from the eyes of the consumer but also from the eyes of the retailer and we wanted to be as frictionless as possible for all of the parties. So you should be able to access your money no matter where it is and no matter what currency it is. And retailers should be able to accept it um, no matter what you're giving to them. And really that's the ecosystem that we've built with Stack and SDK. Good deal. So um, since you do have a token, um, that, that implies that there's some sort of incentive to help you work on this project throughout time. So if you are um, you know, looking for help, how can developers uh, come help you with your project. How do they contact you? Yeah, we just came out of uh, ETH Waterloo this past weekend, and we were with over 400 uh, Ethereum hackers, um, which was great because we got some amazing insight just in terms of the customer use cases that they were looking to solve, um, and then possible ideas and use cases that we could solve quickly as well. Um, so we've got the way that we're interacting with our developers in the development community is that we've integrated a bounty program 
um, that allows developers to come out and actually start uh, working against some of that that uh, solution that we've already provided. So on if you access it on Bitcoin Talk, um, if you go on the Bitcoin Talk forum itself, we elaborate that bounty program and how we can actually start uh, rewarding some of our users in real time. Um, but if you keep on uh, checking our website, the sdktoken.com website, we'll provide constant updates in terms of how we're uh, providing rewards, providing bounty programs, uh, and incenting users to come and try out our platform. Good deal. Well, Miro, it was pleasant talking with you. Um, I really enjoyed uh, just listening to the idea of being able to like spend my currency at will without having to try and talk some random, uh, you know, Thai restaurant into first <laughs> downloading the wallet and then crossing my fingers. They don't think I'm trying to scam them. Yeah. And then they get the wallet and they're like, what do I do now? And it's just, you know, there's a lot of friction there and it looks yeah. like you guys are attacking that problem head on. So kudos to you and your team. Thank you so much. And thank you for your time. We really appreciate you putting on this for this forum for us. And uh, to your point, I think we're going to solve some very big pain points that that not only you have seen in the marketplace, but the majority of consumers out there. So we're really looking forward to this. So and thanks again for having us.